Good evening, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, we're continuing, you know, getting ready to wrap up soccer season, trying to, you know, touch base with all the coaches who had very successful seasons and, you know, successful post seasons. Tonight up, we got Friel Township coach uh, Dave Patterson. Dave, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, Nick. Great to be with you as always. Um, you know, your team, you know, wonderful season, you know, disappointing last game, but, you know, great season. First, you know, you graduated a lot of kids last year, um, probably most that are, you know, out of all the schools in the shore. And, um, you know, your team came back, you know, didn't miss a step, basically, as, as you know, the Freeled soccer tradition, you know, continues. What was your message to the team, you know, before the season was starting? Uh, yeah, it was an interesting year, obviously, last year. Uh, 17 seniors, as you'd mentioned, and um, they were a special group in and of their own right. Um, you know, I was really, you know, upset for them that they weren't able to have a short conference tournament or a true state tournament. Um, yeah, we were happy with the uh, the regional championship, as they called it, but the fact that they didn't have, you know, a normal year was tough um, for them, and I and I really felt for them on that. And um, but coming into this year, what we knew was that the six players we did have coming back were were very very talented players. And it was really just a matter of whether we were going to be able to fill in the holes around those players. And, you know, as I would talk to people, um, talk to you a little bit over the summer and stuff like that, uh, I would say, you know, looking, looking pretty good. But it's just, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to, you know, pull out a, a great 11 or, or be too deep. Um, and then there are instances where it's like, well, maybe we'll just outscore everybody and kind of hope that, you know, it goes that way. But um you know, as it turned out, we did end up having quite a few girls that were ready to step forward um, and either take bigger roles in the program or just that were new to the program altogether. And um, they proved to be ready right away uh, in a lot of those situations. And it really, um, it worked out well. I mean, the message was, you know, we're building, we know we're going to be good. Um, but at the same time, we're not taking anything for granted. We're not we're not taking this season for granted and just saying, well, next year we'll be really ready. Yes. We want to get as much out of everything that we can. Um, and we just kind of rode that ride all the way through the season. Yeah, it was impressive. And, you know, usually when you see a big influx graduate, you know, even if you get successful during the season, it usually takes a couple of weeks to get, you know, to gel. But like you said, you know, your team just kicked off and, you know, you played some pretty tough games early, you know, early season, you know, Jackson Memorial. I know that they were, they weren't as good as they were at the end of the season, but they always a tough team. You know, you played RBC that, you know, the, the very next week, which was the only tie during the regular season. Um, Just, you know, talk like, you you know, you graduate a lot, but, you know, like, you know, Cassidy, Ainsley, Kayla, you know, Kelsey, you know, who, you know, I had to play interviewing, uh, you know, right before the season. Uh, what, you know, Kelsey being, you know, the big senior on the team this year, uh, what were you expecting out of her? Yeah, it was really interesting with Kelsey because she, this was going to be her fourth year starting, uh, mostly at center back, although she did, you know, play a little bit in the midfield uh, during her sophomore year. Um, and it was really interesting because when she was a freshman, she was the only freshman on varsity. When she was a sophomore, she was still only the only sophomore on varsity. Um, so she really developed a really, really good relationship with the older girls. And 
you know, you always wonder, well, what's it going to be like when those girls are gone? Um, but to Kelsey's credit, she's such a great kid and great leader that she just, you know, rolled right with it. And she developed great relationships with girls that were, you know, her age, but a lot of the younger girls really, really took to her. And, um, and I think that really helped the team gel quickly. The fact that Kelsey was really leading the, the whole kind of conversation uh, the whole way through. And I know, you know, a lot of the girls really, really benefited from having Kelsey with the team this year. Yeah, she, I think I told you, you know, during state, your state game versus Manalapin, you know, I guess some of the players were starting to chirp at the ref at certain calls and, you know, she told them to shut up, you know, you know, just play the game, which, you know, is what your captain's supposed to do. You know, if you have an issue on the field, the captain's the one supposed to address it, you know, and um, that, that really, you know, that kind of stuff stands out, you know, to, to me, um, which, you know, is what you want to see from your captain. Uh, I want to talk uh, about your goalkeeper, um, incoming freshman, starting. You threw her right, you know, right in there. You, you graduated two seniors, two, you know, two very good goalies. Uh, what were your expectations, and did she, you know, exceed them? Yeah, so, um, you know, this year was very different than many years in a lot of different ways. Um, we had kind of, in the last, you know, seven, eight years, we'd have, you know, a couple goalies in the program and, um, you know, maybe we'd be happy to get one at the freshman level, sometimes two at the freshman level come in. Uh, but this year, in addition to a couple that we already had in the program, we had three very, very good incoming freshman goalies. And, you know, over the summer, we would get together and do some, you know, um, intra-squad scrimmages, go through some workouts and things like that, all optional stuff. And then uh, it became pretty clear pretty quick that these freshmen were, were really talented. And, you know, it became to be, you know, a good problem for a coach to have. And, um, you know, they were, in, all three of them were in the mix with um, Sofia Monteforte as well, who was a junior for us. And going through the, um, the scrimmages at the beginning of the season, you know, we, when we were still kind of figuring things out defensively, especially they saw a lot of um, fire early on. And it really um, was a tough decision, honestly, to make all the coaches, you know, kind of sat together and talked it over. Um, and then when we ultimately went with Ashley Moore, uh, you know, she really ran with it. She was not someone who was going to be, you know, shy to speak up and, and let everybody know what had to happen um, in the back line. And um, like you said, I mean, was she overly tested early on? No, definitely not. And that's that's something that probably aided her growth as well. Mm -hmm. um, but she wasn't and she never has been a, a shy player, uh, someone who's timid or will back down from the big moment that's not her um and so as the season wore on and we started to get tested in big spots you know she was ready and she stepped right up um and when we had our, our postseason interviews you know I, I had the conversation with her I said listen you had a fantastic rookie year with us you know you made every save you were supposed to make mm -hmm. um and you know then I said and next year the goal is to start making some saves that you have no business saving, uh, you know, start making some game change, game changing saves uh, and things along those lines. And um, she's the kind of kid who's going to put in the work. Uh, she's the kind of kid who wants to improve, who wants to be better. And she's going to continue to do that. Uh, she's playing with the basketball team right now. So that's obviously going to help her with her hands or mm -hmm. work like that. I uh, love the multi-sport athletes um, and, you know, when she's training with her goalkeeper coach, her club team, or when she gets back with us next summer, 
uh, I'm, I'm expecting just that. I'm expecting her to be even better, even more confident, uh, even better of an athlete. Um, you brought, you know, her communicating to the back line, which, you know, that's great for a freshman not being afraid to, you know, be able to tell, you know, you know, um, kids older than her, you know, you know, where they need to be, what they need to do. You know, something I always thought, you know, Ava was very good at communicating, you know, for you, for you last year. Uh, you know, and I think that is such a big part as a goalie, you know, they got to be able to communicate, you know, all over the field, which, you know, coming as a freshman, being able to do that, you know, it was a great job. Um, next play, you know, obviously we talked to Cassidy, you know, she had a great season, you know, 23 goals, uh, what, I think like 15 assists, you know, so even if she wasn't scoring, you know, she was always involved and, you know, her and Ainsley, you know, and Kayla, I think they all compliment. I don't know if I, you know, I know I, I think I posted on Twitter. I think it might be the best three midfielders, you know, definitely in the state, you know, to the way they work together and, you know, you can move them around too. just, you know, talk about the cat, you know, she was just named to the all American, you know, you know, all American team. Just talk about, you know, what she meant to the team, you know, and just being a sophomore as well. Yeah, it was, it was a great season, obviously for her. You know, she led the conference in goals tied for uh, the lead and assists uh, with Kayla actually in the short conference. Um, she had just a fantastic year, um, you know, but it wasn't a surprise because, you know, we saw her do the same thing last year in, in a shortened season. Um, it became pretty apparent pretty quick that she was going to be, um, you know, a huge impact on our team, on the, on whatever game we were playing, she was going to be ready for it. Um, last year we moved her around actually more than we moved around this year. Mm -hmm. Basically last year she would, um, play some forward, play some midfielder and also play some, uh, outside back as well, which is actually where she plays with PDA. She's, she's actually going to be uh, a defender when she gets to college. Um, and you know, she's fantastic at that, obviously. And, um, you know, at times we, we consider doing those kinds of things, but she's for us, she's so dynamic offensively and, and so hard for teams to match up with that yeah. we really, you know, love to have her, whether we're playing her at the, the number 10 spot or, or a wing or, or a center forward spot, you know, she causes matchup problems all over the field. Um, and, you know, we've liked to move her around because it makes teams harder to game plan for. Um, but yeah, she's, she's scored some incredible goals. She's scored some hustle goals. Um, she, she kind of does it all. And like you said, 15 assists, she's not a selfish player. None of the girls are. Uh, you know, she wants what's best for the team, just like all the girls do. And it doesn't matter who scores, you know, that's, that's, that's why we have, I think it's like five goal scores with more than 10 goals this year, because uh, everybody has that mindset of it doesn't matter who scores as long as the team scores, as long as we get the win. Yeah, I got, you know, I got that sense, you know, you know, the States, um, what was the school you played where you were winning and then losing? Uh, Grand Caucus Valley. Yes. Um, you know, you, you had the lead, came back, and, you know, big players step up, you know, and she put the tying goal in, and then Kayla, you know, put, puts the game-winning goal in, you know, and it's, it's what you expect, you know, from from, the, from those players. And, you know, um, we'll get to Kayla, but, for you know, Ainsley, to me, you know, she she had a very good postseason, you know, in stage, you know, a lot of big goals. Um, was it against Tom's River she had that? Yeah, I think it was Tom's yeah. River that that really nice, you know, Cassidy had the ball and, you know, passed it and then, you know, Kelsey did a little, you know, a little foot move and then just put it in the back of the net from what, like 25, like it was over 20 yards. Yeah, yeah, nice um, strike. Yeah, yeah, it was a go gorgeous goal. Um, 
just talk a little, you know, about Ainsley and, you know, her progression from freshman year. Yeah, Ainsley, you know, she had a great freshman year. Um, yeah. You know, maybe maybe she got a little bit, um, didn't get the headlines necessarily that Cassidy got, but we knew that she was a, a very, very talented player. Last year, I want to say it was eight goals and five assists or something along those lines. But coming into this year, we knew what we had in Ainsley. And, you know, she was a little bit, a little bit taller, a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. um, and even more confident, which, which is incredible because she was fantastic last year. Um, but as far as, you know, technical touching the ball, um, you know, going one V one, things like that, it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to find somebody, you know, at the high school level, that's, that's as good as Ainsley, Ainsley is in that spot. Um, and, you know, she, she was very timely in a lot of the goals that she scored. She had the game winner in a one Oh game at Rumson. She had the game winner um, in a 1-0 game against Mid-South. And um, like you said, she had that one uh, against Tom DeRenorth in the Group 4 semifinal. I believe that was a game winner as well, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's very timely and classy with the goals. She's so, so technical. She she puts in the work, you know, just like all the girls do. She, she does a lot of training. Um, even in season, she works with RC Performance Training a lot, um, as does Kayla and a few of the other girls, you know, They'll go to practice with us after school and then they'll go and they'll, they'll put in some extra work, whether it's with RC or on their own, you know, go find the wall. You know, she's someone who has very, very high standards for herself. And it's that reason that she, you know, is the player that she is, honestly. You know, and her and, you know, Cassie both got invited to the U U.S. training camp, right? That in, uh, what, two months ago now probably happened. Yeah. Which says great things about, you know, the Freehold program and, you know, Freehold development and, you know, the Shore Conference too, because, uh, you know, RBC also had a, a, you know, a player sent. So, you know, that's how much talent's in this area. I want to, you know, touch on Kayla. You know, when I saw her play freshman year, the way she handled the ball remind me of, you know, St. Rose Grove, Julianne Laskowskis, the way she just handles the ball and distributes. Um, you know, she you know, she does a great job controlling the midfield um, junior, you know, just finished her junior season. What do you, you think, uh, expect out of her, you know, next season, you know, being, being one of the senior leaders? Yeah, she was already a junior captain with us this year. You know, we had Kelsey, the senior captain and, um, Kayla and Gabby Kalich were also junior captains for us this year. And, um, you know, we know the player that she is. You know, mm -hmm. she's she's the same player that she was freshman year. Mm -hmm. The only thing is she understands and believes it now herself that she's not just a one-way player. When she was a freshman and even even a little bit more as a sophomore, she would kind of sit at the, at the number six, the defensive center mid position, and just kind of clean things up back there and then distribute. Uh, this mm -hmm. year, she just had a whole newfound confidence in herself offensively moving up into the, the eight and to the 10. And, you know, she has such a great ability to create space offensively. So she'll, you know, be going yeah. downfield and then all of a sudden she takes a one shoulder fake one way and then she's creating that space and she hits so well with both feet. You know, I think she actually hits better with her left foot than her right foot and she's a right footed player, but she's just so... Uh, lethal really from from with both feet um, and you know if a ball comes into the box she's gonna take that first touch right down and she's either gonna you know get a rip right away or she's going to take a touch past the defender and get a rip um, or you know like like we said leading the short conference and assist with 15 she's gonna set up her teammates as well yeah you brought up Gabby um, 
she played, you know, defense. She, she doesn't get accolades. You know, defenders usually don't get accolades. But to me, she was such a big part, especially in the Tom's River North game in the States. I thought, you know, their defensive strategy, they were man-marking Cassidy. They were man-marking Ainsley. Um, and Gabby, to me, in the first, she was the one, you know, because they weren't man markers, she was able to just create some things. I thought, um, but and she, you know, she doesn't get the recognition. You know, she's on one of my all short teams, obviously. Um, just talk, you know, what she, you know, you said she junior captain. Um, did she play freshman year? She she played a lot. For yeah, she, your, was the starting, uh, she was the starting center back for freshman yes, year. yes. So just talk about you know Gabby and how she's progressed over those three years. Yeah, again, just like Kayla, Gabby took a huge step forward this year from a confidence point of view. Um, she, she's, she might be one of the most athletic players I've ever coached as far as her change of pace and her change of direction, uh, the way she sets defenders up, she'll get a defender going one way. And then all of a sudden she's going the other way. And within two, three touches, she's 15, 20 yards down the field. And it's hard for anybody to catch up with her. Um, you know, like you said, she doesn't get the accolades that in my opinion, she deserves because, you know, she's a little bit more reserved defensively. You know, she generally was playing 10 minutes of center back each half, sometimes a little bit more than that. And then even when she would move up into the midfield, she was, you know, sitting at the six and that, you know, it's hard to necessarily get too involved offensively. Mm -hmm. um, but when she did, it was, it was pretty incredible. And I mean, talk about the competitive fire that she has is just, you know, otherworldly, you know, we, we could be playing a silly, you know, three V one Rondo at practice and she's going as hard as she can go. And she's, you know, putting it on the other girls and ragging on them if she gets a mag or and stuff like that. Um, and she gets, you know, super annoyed when she loses. Uh, um, but that's, that's a great thing to have, you know, it, it's, it's every team needs a player like that who has that fire. Um, and, and we love that we have her, honestly, we're very fortunate, obviously to have her. I could see her and Kayla complimenting each other as captains, but you know, next, next year, just, you know, they're two different, you know, the way, you know, you say Gabby, you know, like that, very intense, you know, to me, I don't, you know, I don't know Kayla personally, but she just seems a little more calmer. It just shows it on the field, what she could do. Yeah. yeah it was very interesting. Freshman year, um, you know, they were the, the two freshmen on the team mm -hmm. and they were both kind of quiet at that point. But as the year wore on, you started to see Gabby show signs of her personality. And it was really fun to see. Uh, and, and Kayla's come out of her show a little bit there too. But yeah, Kayla is definitely the more reserved, yeah. uh, the more lead by example, whereas, yep. whereas Gabby's going to be a little bit more vocal. But Kayla's definitely, you know, grown into that role mm -hmm. a little bit as well. I think teams need that too, you know, their captains. You know, I, I, I was talking to another coach, a good balance, you know, with the captains. One might be a little more vocal than, and one shows it on the field. Um, two more players I want to talk about. Then I want to just talk, go through this, your, your season with the schedule and stuff. Fresh, you know, another friend, Gabby Parker came in, you know, freshman had, um, which had 15, another 15 goals. Um, did you, uh, what did you see out of her before the season started? And did you think that, you know, she was going to have such a great, you know, being able to finish? Yeah. So over the summertime, we don't go to like, uh, you know, the tournaments at Capelli or the leagues and things like that. We always just get together. Um, one night a week and we, we do our own intra squad scrimmages. Mm -hmm. um, it's great because I get a ton of kids to play and, you know, we always, not always, but we, we generally get a lot of the, you know, returning players to, to play and it, they're great games. They're very competitive. Um, and in those situations, it became pretty clear pretty early that Gabby was someone who knew how to score goals. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we knew this. We had the we we had she had the reputation of that. Um, you know, before we even got to meet her, really. But so from that point of view, is like, well, we're pretty sure Gabby is going to be a varsity player, and she's going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, to what extent, you know, that kind of needed some time to to figure out. And at the beginning of the season, she started right away, and she started to score goals right away. And, you know, some of the goals were a little opportunistic, you know, the ball sitting right there and she, you know, runs right through it. But one of the, the brightest things about this season was the way that she developed throughout the season. She developed from a goal scorer to a much more complete player from the first game of the year to the last game of the year. She started to make plays that, no way would September Gabby have made. She's working back into the midfield, tracking back defensively. She's winning 50-50 balls. She's holding the ball up on top. Um, she's making passes, pinpoint passes. You know, I, I, I always go back to the short conference semifinal game. We're down 1-0 late to Manalapan. Um, Gabby wins a 50-50 on the right flank. Another thing, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have played on the right flank. She was a a central forward mm-hmm. uh, for, for much of the season, but she found herself on the right flank and she won a 50, 50 found Cassidy just in stride. And then she ripped it. And the, that was for the game tying goal. And then she also helped set up the game winning goal. She, uh, we were in a defensive throw in scenario and she won a 50, 50 again, played it to Cassidy and Cassidy then played it across to Kayla for the game winner. So, I mean, that's just one game, but th- there was those instances, you know, were were hugely impactful for us, you know, as the season progressed when we got into the tournament time. And then she had that, you know, very traumatic injury in the group four semifinal uh, where she landed very, very awkwardly on her back and ended up actually going to the ER in the ambulance. Um, and obviously, you know, things worked out. She was, it was just a bad bruise and stuff like that. And she, you know, got herself ready for the final and just gutted it out. Um, so it says a lot about her her mental strength as yeah. well as her physical strength to 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 take that on. Uh, she's another player who's playing basketball right now too, and you know, looking to contribute to that program too. So just a phenomenal kid, and really looking forward to the next three years with her to to continue seeing that growth. That's why I loved the public schools so much because, you know, each sport has to take, you know, you know, the kids have to, you know, you got a lot of these schools have to, you know, pull from other schools just to, you know, I mean, other sports to, uh, you know, get the rosters complete and stuff, even though, that, you know, that might not be, you know, their sport per se. Um, um, and it's something where I, I always push, you know, play multiple sports. Don't just play soccer 12 months a year or play basketball 12 months a year. Uh, last, you know, I'm going to talk Haley a little bit, you know, um, uh, sophomore, um, did she play? I don't remember. Did she play a lot last year. Or did she, unfortunately with 17 seniors, yeah, she, she, she was on, Jamie, right? on the roster. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was a thing where, you know, again, I saw her over the summer and I was like, that girl's really good. Um, uh-huh. but I, I just wasn't able to get her on the roster as a freshman and coming into this year, I knew she was going to be hugely impactful yeah. and, and she was just that. And you know, the thing that I'm not sure how many people recognize is how important her work rate is. She works back so, so much defensively. You know, we play three forwards, but you'll see Haley back at our defensive 18, you know, more than a handful of times in a game to go back and help defensively. And then she's going to fly up the flank and she's so technical. 
you know, going one v ones, you know, taking that end line, whatever she needs to do. And she's she's a very very strong player. Uh, I want to talk about your the schedule and um, you know you schedule some tough out of division teams. You know, Rumson, RBC, um, Watchung Hills, obviously Shore Regional. Um, do you think playing those tough teams help get the team ready for the postseason? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if, if you want to be the best, you got to play the best. Um, so when our athletic director goes into, you know, that, that scheduling meeting, um, you know, he says, who do you want to play? And I'll say anybody, uh, whoever will play us, I'll play them. I don't care. Um, you know, we want to challenge ourselves. We want to get better. Um, and, and we'll do the same thing, you know, this, this next coming year, uh, we, we're going to be not just challenging ourselves within the, within the conference to some top challenges. Uh, we're going to go, um, you know, play, we're going to have, we have some commitments to play other top teams in the state. Um, hopefully the schedules will work out, you know, as far as dates go. And, um, you know, we're even looking outside of the state to see if we can get some other games as well, just to, just to kind of see how we match up. You know what I mean? We, we have a, we have a special group of players. We want to go see, you know, how do we compare to those other teams? A uh, couple of games I want to talk about uh, the Manalpin Shore Conference game. You know, you guys were trailing at halftime. Manalpin was playing very good the first half. What was your message at halftime, you know, to the team? The message was, you know, we've been here before. We we know what what has to get done. Um, you know, we made a couple of adjustments defensively on how we were going to be dealing with, um, you know, they're they're very very talented forwards. Um, and, you know, we, we adjusted tactically to that, but mostly we just kept doing what we intended to do. Uh, we emphasize playing the width. You know, we have players all over the field that can create. So sometimes we get a little bit too narrow focused. We try to go down the middle of the field. Manalapan was trying to take that away. You know, they, they knew who we were. They knew what we wanted to do. So we had to start finding the width more. And as soon as we started to find the width more, everything else started to open up. Um, so that was basically the, the story there, you know, just keep true to what you're doing, um, you know, and we're going to break through. And when we break through, one of the things that, you know, we talk a lot about is when we score, sometimes we can score again and again and again. And, um, you know, one of our assistants, Coach Whitford is, you know, kind of inf- infamous for saying, open the floodgates, you know, all we need is one. If we can get one, then we can get two. And if we can get two, then we can get three. Um, and we've done that, you know, on multiple uh, instances throughout the year. How big was that save? I think it was Vanessa Sarf had to break away. And Ashley, it was basically one-on-one, and Ashley came up big. Because that, that would have made it 2 nothing. I mean, that's a completely different. And, you know, I think we were already almost 20 minutes into the second half at that point. Um, how big was that save Ash- Ashley made? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really big. If I remember right, I think we were – we were kind of down on our offensive end yes. and then all of a sudden, boom, it's a quick counterattack. Yeah. Cause your team was controlling, you know? Yeah. And, but like you said, you know, that could have made it 2-0 real quick. So uh, it was definitely a game changing or game saving um, yeah. save to make there. Uh, but she, she was calm and cool and collected yeah. in that spot, you know, because, you know, she had had all of that experience throughout the season, nothing phases her. And, you know, the, the backs have, you know, faith in her and everybody has faith in her that she's going to go and make that big save. And, you know, she kept us alive in that spot. And then, you know, we were able to continue to pound the pressure down on the other end and we finally broke through. Uh, two more games I want to talk uh, The Jackson game in the States, uh, completely different game than 
the first the first game you know zero zero at halftime right did, were they did they lead one nothing or did you guys take the no, okay God, i wasn't at that game what was your message at halftime because you know team sent you know oh, we beat this team pretty easily earlier in the season did did they did your team come off like that or did you just think Jack, jackson just improved that much from when you saw them earlier in the season no, we knew that they had improved, that they were in a, in a completely different form at this point. Uh, they were playing very good soccer at this point. Um, but what happened, you know, throughout the season, especially when we saw teams for the second time or sometimes the third time, you know, they, they changed tactically. Um, they started to, you know, be a little bit more defensive-minded, get a few more people behind the ball. Um, and that, that was something that took us some time to get used to. Um, and basically when teams do that, it, it limits our chances, you know. And what teams are hoping is that, you know, they, they limit our chances. They get a quick counterattack or a set piece for a corner. Um, and, you know, boom, they're in the game. Um, and that's something that we just kept, kept true to what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? Try to, you know, find the width because as soon as, and we say it all the time, as soon as you find the width, all of a sudden those angles just become much more open. But if you try to jam it down their throats when they have, you know, eight, nine behind the ball, it's going to be hard to find that. And, that's what we were doing early on. We were just kind of, you know, looking for shots and maybe we get past that first defender, but there's that second and third defender looking to close down that angle and just stick out that leg and block the shot. So the shots weren't even necessarily getting to the keeper. Um, but again, it was just, you know, believe in the system, believe in what we're trying to do, believe in the, the game plan, find the width and then attack the width and then go from there. Now the only, you know, blemish, you know, Westfield last game of the year, you know, for state title, Eight seconds they scored. I was I wasn't at the game. You know, sun, Sundays yeah, yeah, yeah. are Sundays are always rough for me with work. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a heartbreaking loss. What was your message to the team? At, you know, after after the game. Um. Yeah. Like. Um. Th there's nothing really you can say at that point to make anybody feel better. Yeah. Um. You know, when when the, the the buzzer went off at you know with all the zeros up there, I looked around and I'm like. I have to get to everybody. I have to try to talk to everybody to pick everybody up. Yeah. And obviously you can't get to everybody. So it's like, okay, let's triage. Who's who needs my attention the most? Who needs, you know, who needs to just kind of be left alone? Yeah. Cause um, you got players that just don't want to talk. Yep. Yeah. To deal with it. But, um, you know, once we, once we had that moment, you know, it was like, you know, just be there for each other. Um, you know, this is, this is painful. This is something that it wasn't planned. Not that we went in overconfident. We knew Westfield was a very good side. Yeah. Um, and we knew it could have gone that way. You know, it's a pretty even game, honestly. There were periods where we controlled play, periods where they controlled play. Um, and they happened to be able to get the one in, you know, at such a you know opportunistic time for them. But it was, you know, be there for each other was the message, you know. You know, for the seniors, you know, I, yes, we only have three seniors, but, you know, this was their last game. Be there for them. Thank yeah. them for everything they contributed. Um, for the underclassmen, you know, yes, be there for each other, but remember this feeling, you know, remember this feeling because, you know, nothing's guaranteed, you know, we don't know coming into next year if, if we're going to be able to get back to that spot. Obviously, hopefully we do. Um, but, you know, we need to remember this feeling to have it fuel us going into next year. Um, you know, remember what the, what those headlines say the next day, uh, you know, watch that goal over and over and over again to make sure that we don't put ourselves in those situations again. We, we have a, a kind of a motto. We have a few mottos, but, you know, leave no doubt. You know, the goal is to always leave no doubt on the game that we're the better team. And we didn't do that that day, you know, for whatever reason. Um, there was doubt 
in the who was the better team. Um, and obviously they got the results. So it's hard to argue with results at that point. Um, you know, you started off to see, you, I, I think I had you six, uh, I don't know what APP and as your team moved up in this, in the conference, <laughs> what APP have you? Eight. Eight. <laughs> um, you know, it was, you know, you graduated a lot of kids, obviously that, that was one reason I had you a little lower. Um, obviously, you know, you know, the team better, um, you moved up, eventually became one in the shore. Then eventually you became one in the state, and then you're moving up to national rankings. Has how did that make your team feel? You know, during the season, as you know, get getting the recognition that they deserved. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about it. Um, you know, whether it was before practice or or after a game or something like that. Each week that we kind of kept climbing up those charts, it was it was easy to to motivate yourselves. You know, yeah. you started out here. And then all of a sudden you win a couple games now you're here, but mm -hmm. you're fighting to get to here and you're keep yeah. fighting to get higher yeah. and higher. And then all of a sudden, when we reached, you know, number one in the state, it was like, well, this feels different. You know, that was the first time that our program had been number one in the state. Um, you know, this is my 12th year, but this, you know, we and we've had some very, very good teams. We've been up to number two in the state in 2017, mm -hmm. uh, number four in the state um, in 2015, and 2011 as well, I believe. Um, so we've been up there, but we've never actually reached the top of that mountain. And honestly, it it felt different. It felt different because what are you chasing at that point? You know, it's it's always good to have some external motivation, external motivators to to work towards. And when we reached that peak, it was like, okay, well now we have to learn to play with this on our back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we always kind of expect that we're going to get people's best games and things like that, but now. When you're number one team in the state, everybody wants to be the number one team. Get a bullseye on you now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it took a little bit of you know time to mentally get there, but as soon as we got there and we're like, okay, no, this is who we are, and we started to play like it and believe it, then it became a whole new mentality, um, and, and we had a taste of it. Obviously, I think we were the number one team in the state for I don't know five or six weeks or something like that, and then obviously it was taken away from us there in the last eight seconds of the state final. But, you know, going into next year, we know what that feels like. And, you know, whether they put us number two in the state preseason next year or any wherever they put us, it doesn't matter. We know where we want to be. We know where we can be. And we just have to make sure we leave no doubt um, to get there. That was going to be my final question. You know, you're probably going to be ranked one in the shore, you know, preseason. How are you keep the team motivated? you know, to, to stay there because, you know, this season you didn't start with the target on your back, but you definitely ended with it. You know, you're going to probably start next year with the target right on your back. Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of good teams next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we know Tom Zero North is bringing back, you know, two of their best players. Mm -hmm. um, we know RBC is bringing back a ton of players. Um, make no mistake, Manalpin is bringing back a lot yeah. um, as well. So there's going to be a lot of good teams out there. And the one thing about this team this year was that they always wanted to compete. They always wanted to challenge themselves. And there was never a moment of, okay, we got this one. We don't really have to show up for this one. They never had that. So what they did this year just has to carry over to next year. You know, we have to keep that mentality of we have to go out and earn everything. Nothing's going to be given to us because the second you think you have something, somebody else is going to come who's hungrier and they're going to take it away from you. 
Um, so with not only the senior leaders that we're going to have next year in Gabby and Kayla, um, I expect Cassidy and Ainsley to take huge steps forwards in that leadership to, to not let anybody, you know, um, you know, think that we have it in hand. Um, and, and just the experience that everybody's had this year, whether you're talking about Haley or, or Gabby Parker up front, um, I haven't mentioned Danielle Howard, who, who's a fantastic player for us as a freshman year this year. She's someone who is, is a true midfielder, but it's just hard for her to find time in the midfield with our middle three. But she stepped up and was incredible for us on the, on the outside back position. Um, you know, filled a need that we had and just did it flawlessly, honestly, throughout the season. He's coming back with a ton of confidence. Ashley Moore coming back with a ton of confidence. Um, Sophie Tonino, who was basically the first player off the bench just about every game, she's coming back with a ton of confidence. Um, Grace Moraglia is another player who, you know, didn't start but played huge minutes and played a huge role for us. So the fact that we're bringing back so many players that played huge roles for us really kind of makes us feel confident that we aren't going to have those kind of, well, we got this one kind of moments. We don't, we're not going to have that. We're just going to have, all right, let's go get it, you know, and there's good teams out there. And I'm not saying we're going to go through the season. Yeah. And that's not even the goal. Honestly, the goal is to, you know, just end the year number one, yeah. you know, and however we get there, we get there. That's basically what we're, we're the way we're looking at it. All right, Coach, I appreciate you, you know, taking time out tonight. Um, I wish you and your family have a happy, happy Christmas. And obviously we'll be, you know, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, good luck. Uh, I'll probably see you at the fields uh, in the spring season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Thank you so much. Thank you for all you do for girls' no soccer this year conference. Yeah, I wish I got to the All-Star game, but I was Friday is my only full day off, and I was running around. I didn't get home till like a quarter to seven, and I wouldn't have got up there until, you know, it would have been halftime, but I heard it was a, a fun time. It was definitely fun, and honestly, it's, it's a great experience to, you know, talk to other coaches that, yeah. you know, normally it's like, all right, when I see Coach Garrettson at Manalathan, it's real time to verse Manalathan. And, you know, you know, those aren't the kind of, you know, laugh around joking kind of moments necessarily, no. you know, but to see him in that kind of light is, is different. And to just to see, you know, the other players, again, we compete against them, but to see them as people yeah. when they're quote unquote on your team is, is totally different. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. Great experience. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely next year. I'll, I'll be there next year. So, but, uh, yeah, it, I was getting text messages all night with updates and stuff. It sounded like a really fun game, you know, good yeah, comeback by Ocean. And yeah. good way to end an all-star game, I think, you know, 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. You know, definitely. I went two years ago, and that was that was a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think different. it was 7-1 or 8-1 or something like that. So. Data, yeah. yeah. So, all right, thank you, Coach. I'll let you go, and uh, have a happy holidays. Thanks, Nick. You too.